Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 549. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. Um, is it Thursday night? Thursday night. Um, little, little humid, but a, with a little breeze. I'm outside, I'm in front, looking up, half a moon. Yeah. Perfectly half moon, uh, what was that, three-quarter moon? Uh, like the one uh, in the Steven Spielberg, uh, the intro of his movies, <laughs> what's it called? Shoot, damn, I forgot. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <sighs> day's a little broken up, um, only because I know I'm leaving Saturday, so yeah, uh, flights were fixed. So this was crazy for anybody who's been following me about the Sacramento fi- flight. Never worked with this promoter. I know it's a legitimate show. It's a festival, which is cool. That makes it a lot easier. <clears throat> um, waited f- for quite a long time before he bought flights, which means they were going to go up in price, which means if he tried to buy a cheap one, we were going to suffer. I couldn't deal with that. So I apologize. I really don't want to be an ass when it comes to anything with these promoters. And I do appreciate them booking us. Um, but we got to be comfortable. You know, we're, we're traveling... A lot of east to west coast runs, 30 years, it, it could really get uncomfortable if we have to fly two hours, get up, then go and run across and it gives us 30 minutes to get to the other side of the airport. It's just, it's not, that's all we ask is like, listen, we're not asking for first class, we're not asking for anything special, man. Like you could, for the price that he was getting, that he was purchasing our crazy flights, was the price it was going to cost him maybe even less if he would have bought him when I told him to buy him. But, you know, he waited. And um, uh, so by the time he had to buy my flights, they were up to 1800 bucks. And, yeah, I'm sorry. It sucked. You know, it was almost three times the amount. If that, In fact, it was three times the amount for the flights. But there was no choice. So and then yesterday... Uh, he sends me a thing. He says, yeah, I'm going to have you the flights in the morning. They never came. That was yesterday morning. So I waited in the evening. I went to my frequent flyer number. I saw that he did flights. But this was the craziness, right? So the show was Sunday. So we were supposed to fly in Saturday night, get up. We have an early show on Sunday, like 5 o'clock. And then we go back to the airport. That's the key, all right? Um, the flight returning had us leaving Wednesday night, getting home Thursday morning. I'm like, What? So I didn't say anything. I figured they made a mistake. I gave him some time to catch it, and he did. He caught the mistake. So, um, <clears throat> um, so anyway, um, uh, so it seems like it's fixed. Now we're into the hotel. So he says, yeah, you're going to stay at this Hilton, da-da-da-da. I said, okay, cool. I picked up the phone. I have to advance and call the hotel 
and confirm it, all right? And we were nowhere in the system, okay? Nowhere in the system. So he hasn't even purchased the flights yet, I mean the hotel rooms. So he's trying to make it seem like he's putting us in this beautiful hotel. And it's, we're not looking for a beautiful hotel. I want something comfortable. You don't need to put me in the Hilton. A Hilton, you can put me in the Hilton Gardens or Marriott Courtyard. We'll even take like a residence in. We'll take, uh, um, uh, what else, what else? What's some of the other ones we'll do? Uh, um, anyway, you see what I'm saying, you know? So we can do a three-star hotel. That's cool, I'm not gonna kill it. But book it now, you know, don't wait, because now we're gonna run into the same problem. So now we go out there and there's no hotels, what's gonna happen? So we're back to square one because I'm not getting on an airplane without the confirmation numbers of the hotel. I need to know that we have rooms. So to go, I'm not gonna go over there and, and be waiting. So I feel bad, but he's not dealing with somebody. Now there's a good chance that a lot of the people that he's dealing with over there, there's a good chance that they're not checking up on any of this. There's a good chance they're just gonna go to the airport and assume their flight is good. There's a good chance that they're gonna go to the hotel and assume they have a room. I can't do that. I need to make sure from here before I go over there because once we go over there, now we're stuck. We're getting in real late. You think we wanna fly in real late and then go there and there's no room and now we have to wait for the promoter and we're sitting in the lobby like idiots and. I'm not going through that. And then he's like, well, listen, there's nothing available. Let's put you in this Red Roof Inn or this Motel 8 or Motel 6. And that's not going to happen. We're not going to go to any of those places. We don't. I have an artist that I represent, and I'm not going to put her through that. I will get back on the airplane, and I will go right back home, even if I have to come out of pocket and buy it myself. So I'm not going to do that. You know, so he has to make sure that this is right. So I'm hoping that this is just some bumps. And I'm hoping that we get out there and we do a great show. And I hope that the guy is mad cool and that he likes me and I like him and we can probably do some work again later on and the fans are good. And we're going to do everything we can on our part. Um, but we just kind of hope he comes correct with everything else. You know, so we'll see. Uh, <clears throat> tomorrow we got to bring Santana back and then uh, go and um, get, get my hair done. Well, my hair done, get a haircut. <laughs> Angel's gonna get, you know, do her nails, whatever she has to do. Um, also, they call me my eyeglasses already, which is great. Um, that's good to know, my eyeglasses already. Uh, so I'll go and pick those things up tomorrow. Uh, I only bought one pair, I'm gonna get another pair probably, I don't know, maybe next month or something. I'll see if I can get another pair and, um, um, and, um, you know, maybe some photo gray or something so I can um, uh, transitions so they can uh, so they could uh, I could use the sunglass part you know because I have a have issues with that you know um, anyway what else what else um, oh so so crazy um, I just got off a friend. Let's like right now. I just got off the phone right before I did the podcast with a real old friend of mine, Tone. If you guys recognize the name, if you're a freestyle head and you're a fan of freestyle, and you was a Metropolitan Records fan, you'll remember his song. Why can't you take time out for Tone? 
now that I've been loving you so long. So, so that's what I was talking about. It was Tone A from the song Take Time for Tone A. He also did I Can't Wait. Um, so he's worked on a few of my, um, couple of my, my style of free compilations. He was the first artist that I basically took on, on the solo tip. That I took him on as an artist. Um, and, um, uh, Tony Haywood, you guys can find him on Facebook. And, um, so we were just talking about, so we've known each other, God, we've known each other, it's gotta be 30 years now. I would say, right? I think it was before my son was born. And um, <clears throat> so Tony, Tony, which I gave him the name, <laughs> and him and I co-wrote the songs, uh, but Tony um, used to work at a bank in Jackson Heights, Queens on 2nd Street. And I remember my mother used to talk about him. Oh, he's a really nice guy. He's a security guard, you know, at the bank. Uh, where I go, he's into music, he, he sits there, he's writing songs. I'm like, really? So he told, my mother told him about me. Oh, you got to meet my son, he's into music, da-da-da. So then finally one day, I go with my mother to the bank, and she introduces me to Tony, Tony. And me and him start to kick it. And then from that point on, I start to see him. Like sometimes I'm on 82nd Street and I'll see him outside. And I'll say, what's up? And we'll talk for a minute. Well, I'll go in the bank and I'll say, what's up? And then we kind of became friends. You know, we became friends. And then um, um, we start. I told, I remember going to him one time. He's a black dude, right? So I go to him and at that time I wasn't really up on you know, some of the, the black freestyle artists that we had, like John Menace and Hanson from, uh, uh, Davis from Hanson Davis. And, you know, so I wasn't really accustomed to that. You know, I wasn't really, sh you know, sure who was who. I thought a lot of the black one, black guys were Spanish and, you know, didn't count. <laughs> anyway, I remember going to him and saying, you know, we, we wanted to work. He kept saying, let's work, let's work together. Let's do something, let's do something. So every time, I mean, we went probably about a year there. And then one day I called him up. I said, yo, man, how'd you like to be like the first black freestyle artist in the, in the market? He was like, what? He started to laugh. Get out of here. What do you mean? I'm like, yeah, man. I said, think about it. I said, you got a great voice, man. You have a different look. I said, you know, I think we could work together. I said, I said, I'm interested in working with that. I'm interested. So... <laughs> So we wind up doing it. We wind up writing the first song called Take Time for Tone. And then beyond that, we went and we, we did the music video. So now if you guys go to Take Time for Tone and then you put Latif Mercado on Facebook, I mean on YouTube, that video will pop up or should pop up. Now, I think the audio is a little messed up. Um, it's a little, I, if I could find the master, the master video version, then I could fix it up um, and fix the video. But as of right now, that's what I have. So I want to put it up so that way it's there. But anyway, if you go in there, you can watch the video. And it was actually really done really well. This was before we had, you know, digital cameras and what we have now, phones, cell phones with cameras. We didn't have that when we did it. This was actually done on 16 millimeter um, um, film. This was done on real film. So it was my first time I, I was, we had a director, but I can't, it's hard for me to even give him the credit 
because like every single move, he turns to me and so, how do you want to do this? So I had the, I had created the storyboard. I actually drew up the, the storyboard. So we had that to go by. So he would go through my work and, and I had a lot of cuts and I had a lot of stuff because it was my first video. And you know what, we did it and it came out really, really dope, you know? Um, and, uh, and I remember we raised a certain amount of money for it. I mean, like the stories could go on. Like if we talk about the stories on how we came about to do this and how we ran out of money. And then after, after we ran out of money, we finally got the video that the, the, the film guy overexposed it. He exposed the film accidentally and it, <clears throat> it messed us up. And we had to go in and redo it and we had to raise money again. And it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, and I remember going to their apartment when they were gonna, we were gonna do a screening and everybody was silent. I was like, what happened? And they were like, yo, we, we accidentally exposed the film. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, right? You gotta be kidding me, yo, and it was crazy. So we wound up raising some more money and, um, and well, a few dollars more because we had to buy film. And then we went out and we, um, we refilmed it. But it's so funny because the cast had to change. Certain people couldn't be on it. Our lead girl then wanted money to go out there and redo it. Um, and then uh, the flower shop that was one of our sponsors um, closed. He was closed. I had to come up with these solutions like on the spot. I remember going to Woolworth. We said, I think we still had Woolworth there. And I bought some fake flowers. And then we did it like, you know, like, it was so crazy. Wait till you see the video. You guys got to check out the video. So I did it where he goes to buy flowers and the flower shop is closed. And he like goes, oh, man. And then he sees like a doofy guy going by, which was played by my boy, uh, uh, um, Harry, uh, um, Harry and uh, Jameson. And Harry's looking like a, like a nerd. And he's running, walking with uh, flowers. And Tony tries to buy the flowers from him. He says, no, and they, they fight over the flowers. Yo, it, was, it turned out better than if we would have had it right the first time. So it came out, it turned out really good. So I was really happy with what turned out. And, um, and then we put it on Metropolitan Records. And Metro was going to actually help me finance the video. Like, we put the money up, but they was, he was going to give us our money back. And, and they, they passed on it. They didn't want to do it. I was kind of upset with that because they could have really, really helped the career. And I don't know what it was. I don't know what the deal was. Like, there's something that they weren't happy with. And I just thought it was just a really great project. I mean, I look at it now and I'm still like, wow, it was really great. So anyway, so I knew, so Tone went, you know, go off music for a second. We didn't go too far because he wound up getting a career. And so he went from being a security guard in a bank to getting an armored car job. And um, I remember when he got married, when he got her, his first his daughter, and he has a stepdaughter. And then um, he went and uh, um, he became an armored car driver. I remember when he got his, uh, his license, his gun license. And then he got, he got the job at, um, at Rikers. He, was, uh, he did transportation around Rikers. He drove the inmates. Uh, and then I don't know, I think he also did, he worked the block as well, you know. And um, it was so crazy, man. And we've been friends ever since. You know, we've always, we try to stay in touch. I'm in touch with his brother, who we've worked with in the past. Angel, he was actually 
the, the, the music director for Angel's Band. We were trying to put a band together back in the days and when me and Angel first got together. So, But I was just on the phone with him. Now he's retired. <laughs> he still looks good. He looks young. And, uh, man, I haven't spoken to him, but, man, it's always, always great, man. I love that dude, man. It's, like, always great seeing, like, that's family there, like, you know. And this is the thing, man, you know, you know, as we get older, because he was like, yeah, he goes, man, I did 22 years on, on the island. I'm like, 22 is like, I remember when you started that job. It's like, wow, 20, like 22, are you serious? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, and it was just crazy. And, um, but it was so great to, 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 uh, to talk to him. Uh, if you guys got the record, Take Time for Tony. If you have any of the Style and Free stuff, um, he did I Can't Wait. Um, and another uh, song, Hey Girl, Hey Girl. And then another one called I Can't Wait. And then we did a single for Metropolitan called um, Take Time for Tony. You guys got to get those records. Those records are classics. You know? So um, you might want to check them out. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so we were FaceTiming each other for a while. And it was, uh, it was really, really great to... Uh, to speak to him and to see him, of course, and uh, he looks good. And uh, I just reminiscing, man, just reminiscing and catching up on the family. He knows my kids, and so. But yeah, so that was that was the highlight of my day, and that just happened. So I'm glad he. Uh, and it's so funny because we were just like texting each other, and I noticed he was taking a long time texting. And finally, uh, my phone started ringing. He was FaceTiming me. I was like, oh shit! I said, because I was gonna text him and tell him. Hey, I'm going to California this weekend. When I get back, why don't we let's FaceTime and let's chit, let's let's catch up? And um, <laughs> just then he FaceTimes me, so it was good to talk to him, man. You know, he knew my brother. My mother adored this dude. My mother loved this dude, man. Like, uh, I think her and Manny, him and Manny Garcia were like her favorite. Those were the two that she always told me. And Ernest, Ernest Thomas, Raj, from what's happening, those three right there. She always told me, you make sure you stay friends with them. They're good people, and I did. I maintain to this day friends with all three of them. Matter of fact, I got a call. Ernest, man, I call him, man. He doesn't pick up the damn phone, but you know it's okay. You know, I'll catch him one of these days. And then, uh, uh, Manny, I try to catch him once in a while. He's always busy. Uh, he's doing good. So, but anyway, so that was my highlight for today, guys. I just wanted to share that with you, man. It was good. It was a good one. It was a good one. Um, I'm going to keep you posted what's going to happen. Um, is this guy going get, to get the flights? He has to get, I mean, get the hotel. He's got to get the hotel. I made it really easy um, and uh, <clears throat> to, uh, to make it work for us. And uh, I just hope he does it the way I'm asking him to do it. I told him to put us close by the airport. Let's get a shuttle to and from here. He doesn't have to wait, worry about us. All he has to do is pick us up for the show, bring us back. That's it. <laughs> we don't have to do anything else. So it's a festival. Doubt if there's gonna be a sound check, so which is fine. You know, we just go out there, do our show, get the hell back. So, but anyway, all right, guys, listen, I'm gonna shut down. I appreciate you tuning in. As always, thank you very much. Um, everything is is good. Still a little crazy out there that COVID, that different uh, what they call it, variant. And I'm going to California. I'm be on a plane. I pray that you know I don't get sick or my wife, and that we could get back and and just just be okay you know we'll wear the mask and we'll go through the you know what we've been going through you know to uh to make it work so but uh, i just want to reach out and say hi um uh be cool thank you again everybody who listens who tunes in a lot of you guys are starting to tune in it seems like i'm getting a lot more people um i don't know if it's the content or the fact that 
Maybe there's something I'm saying that's interesting. It's cool. <laughs> Maybe it's my TikToks that you guys are liking and you want to know a little bit more about me. Um, I just want you guys to really tune in. I have a lot of stuff that I'm working on. Uh, I get a little broken up when I have to go on the road because it's hard for me to start something because I know I got to break down. I stop it a couple of days, but I got to get off of that. That's not good. That is not good. I shouldn't be like that. Like I should be able to do whatever project I am working on up until the day I leave and maybe even take it on the road. I have to do those things. So anyway, all right. Um, that's pretty much it, guys. I'll talk to you uh, hopefully tomorrow. And until then, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.